Hi, Jack here from the Jacks of the Future podcast and we are at um, the Cotswolds Wildlife Park and it's really amazing and I love how you can just walk in and you don't have to queue up at the door, you can just walk straight in and the first thing we saw was the camels. I think I'd give it a definite 10 out of 10. We haven't finished the adventure yet but my favourite part was probably the tapires because they look really unusual I've never seen them before. And finally I heard a screechy sound which sounded like a hyena laughing. I don't know what it was, but maybe Gwen's listeners, you could come up and find out what it was. Bye for now. Have you ever been asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Gwen gets to work. I like talking to people and they like talking back to me. Well, that's what I think. One day I asked my mum, what, how do I know what I want to be when I grow up? My mum said, if I interview people about like their jobs and things like that, well, I will find out and like the people, all the people who, who are listening um, you will find out too if you don't know. Let's get to work. I can't look at the rocket launch, the trophy wives of the astronauts, and I won't listen to their words, cause I like birds. Wildlife Park, and I'm talking to Chris. Chris. Um, so, Chris, what is your job? My job is a bird keeper here at Cotswold Wildlife Park. So, do you work on any other animals? Nope, just the birds. So, why? Why? Um, I've always loved birds. <laughs> I've kept birds at home since I was nine years old. And it's like a big extension of my hobby. So I work with birds at home and I have birds at work. Birds <laughs> everywhere. So do you have a lot of birds at home or I've got a small few. about? <laughs> too many. If you ask my children, they'll say <laughs> definitely too many, darling. Uh, what types of birds do you, like, have? At home um, or here? Here. Here. So at Cotswold Wildlife Park, we've got lots of birds. We've got birds from the biggest, tallest birds, which would be the ostrich from Africa, to the smallest birds, which are probably the weavers, who are from Africa, who live in the wall garden, mm-hmm. who weave little nests and then they lay their eggs in them. <laughs> so do you have to take care of the um, baby-like birds? Baby sometimes. Birds? Sometimes the mummy and daddy birds don't look after their eggs and their chicks very well. So we remove them and then we look after them as keepers, and then hopefully when they're big enough, we either put them back out onto areas like the lake if they were little ducks, or put them back in aviaries if they were in the wall garden. Do they make a lot of noise? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) You can hear the gibbons making lots of noise today as well when I'm talking to you, but our birds make a lot of noise. Do they ever, like, 
if the have you ever had like a bird escape? No, or? but if you look on the lawn when you're walking around a bit later, there's a pigeon who's got pink wings at the moment because somebody has died in pink. <laughs> Which he looks really funky. And lots of people in the last two days have been ringing me. Why is it yellow? Ooh, funky. Really? And ringing the wildlife park asking us if we've got an escape bird, but he's not one of ours. <laughs> <laughs> but he looks really cool. Do you get a lot of, like, escaped birds? No, we don't get many it? birds flying in. Sometimes we get the odd racing pigeon. If he's got lost, he'll land in the wildlife park, but not, not very often. And we don't have any birds escape. We Thankfully, saw a... touch wood. <laughs> um, we saw a peacock um, on the fence near, next to the goats. Yes, we've got four male peacocks left at the park. Um, they're really, really old though. They're like probably as old as me. No, maybe not that old. <laughs> um, and they roam all around the wildlife park. So we don't keep them in. And they make a lot of noise. <laughs> really early in the morning, they'll sit up high up in the trees and make lots of noise. Those gibbons are really noisy, aren't they? I think it must be their dinner. <laughs> um, so, what is a normal day like? So, a normal day. So, all animal keepers here at the Wildlife Park start at 8 o'clock and finish at 5 o'clock. Um, and we have an hour lunch um, at dinner time. So, when we get in in the morning at 8 o'clock, we go around, or a bit before 8 o'clock, go around and check all our animals are okay, make sure that they've all um, had a good night and they're not poorly, otherwise they'd have to see the vet. Or if they've had any babies, of course, if they're things like meerkats, obviously birds lay eggs and make nests, so we'd know that they were nesting. Um, but obviously some of them, the mammals, all just have their babies sometimes, say like the zebras or, or, or meerkats, rhinos, things like that. So we'd make sure all the animals are okay, and then we go back to the kitchen, and then we um, make up all their food. And we've got a diet sheet, so like a list of all the food which they have per day, and then we go around and give them all their breakfast and change their water bowls. So do all the birds have the same type of food? Or? No, no, all the birds are different. So we've got carnivorous birds, so birds that just eat meat, and we've got omnivorous birds who are just greedy like me and eat everything. <laughs> or we might have some um, herbivorous birds or insectivorous birds that just eat insects or some that just eat plants and fruit and vegetables <laughs> and things like that, just like us, really. Is there anything people wouldn't know or should know about your job? Ooh. That would like to know about my job. Um, oh, well, we breed lots of birds here at the Wildlife Park, and some of our birds go um, to other zoos and form parts of breeding programmes where they wouldn't necessarily be released, but maybe their chicks um, would be released in the future. So that's quite exciting. So we've yeah. got lots of rare birds here at the park. Touchwood, they all get released and, <laughs> and bred with. Can you tell us about the stalks? For as long as can be remembered, storks delivered babies. Um, the storks are actually run by a different part of the wildlife park, um, but the storks um, are part of a, a conservation program called rewilding. Rewilding means reversing the destruction of the natural world and attempting a mass restoration of ecosystems. So they stay here, they breed here. So they were rescue birds from Poland, I believe. They're here, they're bred here, and then their chicks are sent down to the Nepper State, which is in Suffolk, I believe. Um, and from there, they're then released, um, if well enough um, and old enough, back 
back to the wild, which is really exciting. But there's lots of people here who know lots more about the storks than me. <laughs> Um, do you have a favourite bird? Oh, flamingos. And I don't work with the flamingos because <laughs> they're pink. <laughs> and everybody likes a big pink bird, don't they? It stands on one leg. <laughs> do you have to um, clean up the bird's poo? Yeah, lots of poo. <laughs> lots of poo. No we, because it's poo and we all together, isn't it? So, um, yeah, we've got lots of poo scrubbing to do, unfortunately. Have you been pooed on the head before? Oh, many times. In my beard, on my head, in my ears, <laughs> down my back. Yeah. <laughs> I've been a zookeeper for a very long time, so any type of poo, um, it's all stinky. Can we watch all the animals on the live stream? Or you can watch the penguins on the live stream, and you can watch the meerkats on the live stream. And I think maybe the crocodiles or baby crocodiles that we used to have used to be on a live stream. I'm not sure whether they still are, but certainly the meerkats and certainly the penguins. Do you have, like, a favourite type of bird? Um, well, the flamingos are my favourite bird. Um, and all the other... F- and <laughs> the cassowary is probably my second favourite bird, the great big ratite that's over in the walkthrough, the great big one. It looks a bit like a dinosaur. He's really cool. But he's a bit stroppy, I think. Um, do any of your birds get, like, lose their appetite? Because when today when I fed the penguins... But they weren't really hungry. Yeah, sometimes birds do lose their appetite. Certainly in the hot weather, their appetite decreases, so it gets less. And in the cold, wet weather, it gets more. So just like me and you, that we eat a lot of food in the cold weather, don't we? So we've got to keep warm. And we probably eat less in the, in the sort of warm weather like today. Yeah. Do you, have you ever um, had to... Have, like, any birds had to, like... Eat the wrong food. Or sometimes they? they might eat the wrong food, but they're not very—they're not sick or anything. They, sometimes they might eat the wrong thing. Have you ever named your uh, bird or yeah, an all, animal? Yeah, all the penguins have names. I named some of the penguins, and we've got Frank, who's a tawny frogmouth who lives in the wall garden. So we named him Frank <laughs> after Frank Bruno because he's a bit of a boxer and he wants to fight me all the time. And then we've got a little partridge called Alan Partridge after the comedian. Uh, well. Steve Coogan by Alan Partridge. Um, yeah, we've got lots. And we've got two Curacos called Elvis and Presley. That's Elvis Presley, so because they've got curly hair. <laughs> so lots of the birds have got names. So when you were a kid and you loved birds, did you know you would be a zookeeper? Oh, I always wanted to be a zookeeper from about 10 years old, so quite a long time ago. <laughs> so I'm very lucky, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Do you have to go to zoo school? Oh, well, in this country, there's not many um, universities and colleges that specialise purely in sort of um, in zoo courses that offer zoo courses to young people. Um, there's probably more now than there was when I was um, studying. Um, in mainland Europe, I think they have to study for a lot longer to become zookeepers, um, and they have more sort of recognised qualifications, but just um, a basic um, interest in animals is, is probably enough to start you off and then obviously you can learn lots about animal keeping through um, various jobs which you could get as a, as a young keeper or young um, student who's interested in animals any experience is good experience yeah um, so I think there were because I was in like a junior keeper 
Tea Party. Today? Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, sort of group. Did you have to be in, like, one of the adult groups to Ooh. become a zookeeper? I... Sort of. <laughs> I did um, a couple of animal care qualifications at school, and then I was really lucky, and I applied for a job at Bristol Zoo, and I went there as work, not work experience, um, as a summer keeper, so I was only there for three months. But then after three months, I stayed there for five years, so it was a bit like an adult keeper for, for a day. Yeah. <laughs> Have you worked at any other zoos? I did. I worked at Bristol Zoo from 2002 oh, yeah. to 2007, so... Long time before you were born. <laughs> what are the rarest animals at the park? Oh, the rarest animals we have. Probably the um, bam- greater bamboo lemurs, which we have um, at the end of the wall garden. I believe they're probably the rarest we have. There's, I think there's only 27 in captivity in the world. So, And we've got, I think we hold the most. I think we've got about seven or eight. So we've got like a vast, like a third of the captive population so they're we really went, rare did you see them yeah we went into oh. the lemurs enclosures and oh, fed cool. them oh cool they were the ones the little sort of light sandy color sort of brown ones on the left hand side in the second enclosure so i think there's um a couple of babies from last year and two babies from this year so you have to go back and see <laughs> them <laughs> they're very widgy <laughs> have you ever seen like an egg hatch yes lots I've been really lucky and seen lots of eggs hatch. <laughs> we had some chickens hatch recently, and I know chicken's only a chicken, but they're still exciting. <laughs> as exciting hatching a chicken as it is hatching something that's really rare. My grandpa nice has quite a lot of chickens. Oh, does he? <laughs> he likes a chicken. Have you seen a baby ostrich? Oh, have I seen a baby ostrich? I've seen a baby ostrich, but not one hatching out of his egg. But I have seen a baby ostrich. They're really <laughs> cute and all stripy. To help camouflage them in long grass. <laughs> and the interesting fact about ostriches, mummy ostrich lays the eggs and then daddy ostrich incubates the eggs. That's cool. How do they incubate the eggs? Oh, they sit on them like that. <laughs> and then their warm skin warms the eggs up. <laughs> I think we will go and see the... Go on the train later. So I'll see the flamingos. Hey, you've got to go and see the flamingos. They're really cool. I used to love flamingos, but oh. I still do. Hey, they're the most recognisable zoo animal in the whole world. Because they're so pink. Because they're so pink, and everybody <laughs> knows what a flamingo is. Why are they pink? Oh, well, flamingos are pink um, because of the food which they eat in the wild. Um, so we have to replicate that in captivity. So we give them pellets with um, a colour agent in it, or um, the shrimp are in it to make them that pink. I'm not entirely sure of the ingredients of our pellets, but it's one of the two. <laughs> Did they do it like if they're in the wild? Do they eat quite a lot of like fruit? No, they or... eat um, little shrimps in the water. So they filter mm. it out with their long beaks. <laughs> or their curved beaks. Flamingos are really cool. Have, have you had any birds bite you before? Oh, yes, lots of birds bite. Parrots always bite you. Um, who else bites me? The frogmouth bites me. Bit me last week on my, on my wrist as I was trying to feed him. He must have thought my hand looked like a chicken. Bit me, little rascal. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie bit me. Oh, ouch! Ouch! Ouch, Charlie! Ah! <laughs> and the cranes bite you sometimes. They're not very nice. <laughs> I can hear the what the hell is it? gibbons. I can hear the gibbons. 
What is the noisiest bird? Oh, the noisiest bird we have. Well, we used to have kookaburras, and they're really noisy. Probably the peacocks are probably the noisiest. <laughs> and they call all morning. And the cranes are really noisy. But most of the birds in the wall garden aren't very noisy, thankfully. Um, so do you have any animals yourself? Uh, I have four. Oh, what animals have you got? I've got two cats and two dogs. Oh, what type of doggies are they? Uh, so I've got a sheepoo and a... Oh, that sounds interesting. Cockapoo. Ah, oh, so two poos. <laughs> Poodle crosses. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, so they curly? Yes. Oh, cool. <laughs> so they don't molt everywhere? No. Um, what would you like to do when you're big? Um, well, because I'm having doing a podcast, I was thinking about doing something on, like, TV or oh, cool. uh, carry on a podcast or something like that. Oh, brilliant. So when you're rich and famous, you're going to come back and... Look after me. Yeah. Buy me some chocolate. Is that all right? Yeah. Is that a deal? When you're a famous TV presenter? No. Oh. That's not very nice. Is that when you want a box of chocolates? Oh, I'm sure you will. Yeah. Yes. Oh, she's nodding. Oh, that's good. I like your Mickey Mouse jumper. Have you been to Disneyland? Is that no. where you... Oh, not yet. But you can go when you're rich and famous. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no. we'll all come. We'll all come with you. No, not even us. Oh. Mm. Do you work on, like, Christmas days and, like, special sorts of days? We do. Yeah, every day. The animals have to be fed and watered. So during the um, pandemic as well, we were here every day because we had to come in and feed the animals, and we were really lucky that nobody was poorly and was off for a long, long spell of time. So we were all here in shifts. Do you, on Christmas Day... And you have to work for the animals. Yes. Do you give them like special treats? Oh, sometimes they do. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes I think we get lots of donations of um, fruit and vegetables, maybe from supermarkets. So we've got lots of extras, so they get lots of extras on Christmas Day. Yeah. And we've got lots of keepers that really spoil the animals on Christmas Day more <laughs> than normal. <laughs> but we only work. Um, we do get our lunch as well on Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> Do any birds get cold at well? Do any birds get cold at winter? Oh yes, so some of them, like the South American ones and the African ones, we have to put away in the winter to keep them safe because it's really cold. Where do you put them? So they go in their sheds, or we've got some other enclosures off show mm -hmm. um, to the public, which are nice and warm. So we just move them over and then put them back out in the nice weather. <laughs> do you always wear a uniform? Yep, we always wear Cotswold Wildlife Park t-shirt. With a logo on. Is it so everybody knows you work there? Definitely. So if anybody um, needs a first aider or somebody has a question, they can ask us and because they recognise the Cotswold Wildlife Park logo. And particularly if they were little lost children, it's much nicer that they come and find us. Is it also because if you were just in your normal clothes and you went into an animal's enclosure, they would think you were someone else just trying to get in? Quite probably. Certainly if I walk past the meerkat enclosure, they all think that I'm coming to feed them because I'm in green. Whereas if you walk past them, they wouldn't think you were going to feed them. <laughs> Although they saw you this morning, didn't they? So they might remember. I think it's because we had, um, like, Lots jackets. of mealworms, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> and you were luminous orange. Yeah. <laughs> And 
You are wearing wellies. Do you always have to? Well, we don't always have to, but I always wear wellies. <laughs> so I have bald legs where my wellies rub all my hair off. <laughs> <laughs> where can we find you online? Ooh. Oh, Cotswold Wildlife Park. www.cotswoldwildlifepark.co.uk um, I'm Chris Green from Cotswold Wildlife Park. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, like, ever work with kids like... I did today. Yes, I do. Sometimes I do um, animal encounters and we also um, talk to schools as well. So we have lots of school groups um, during term time, but not in August because <laughs> we're so busy with all you lovely people coming to see us that if we tried to take school groups around, we would just never get around the wildlife park. <laughs> but yeah, we talk to lots of children and we have um, children with special needs come in mm-hmm. sometimes as well and we do talks to those children. Um, or young adults with learning difficulties. Two talks for them as well. Yeah. So lots. <laughs> well, I really loved it today and I'm quite tired because I've been walking around so much. Oh, it's a long, <laughs> lot of walking, isn't it? It's a really big part for walking. <laughs> and you've only got diddy legs. <laughs> what is the scary... But there's one more question. Yeah, that's okay. What is... What's the scariest thing that happened to you as an employee... Oh, scariest thing. Uh, well, I don't like wasps. <laughs> I hate wasps. So I've, I've come across a few wasp nests in my time. That's pretty scary for me because I hate them so much. <laughs> I'm so scared of wasps. But don't tell anyone. <laughs> they might chase me around with some wasps. <laughs> what did you do when the wasps... <laughs> ran off. <laughs> ran off and hide. <laughs> I'm really scared. I, I just go, Do you? You're really brave. I don't. I go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I really enjoyed talking to you today. Oh, thank you very much. I really enjoyed talking to you too. Thank you. You're very welcome. See you again. See you again. Bye. Bye.